everyone, and welcome back to the Come Up Into Reviews podcast. This is <laughs> from Come Up Into Reviews speaking. Hey, it's the Thai guy. We're back with a duo episode. So. Right, it's just us talking. We have no guests today. We have a good subject for you guys. We have, you know, a bunch of great animals. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the jungle that's what we're going to talk about today but before we do that yes we have our preamble so yes yeah, jerry um, trimble yeah so we watched the movie full contact now this isn't yep. to be confused with the chow yun fat full contact yes this is the other full contact this is so. a jerry trimble movie um mm-hmm. directed by rick jacobson who's directed a lot of other action movies and um, I believe it's Corman. It was a New World. Yeah, New World, New, new Horizons. Concord, New Horizons, yeah. one of those. And you can definitely tell because the plot might <laughs> seem familiar if yeah. you've seen any of those other Corman action movies. Ty, what's like, the plot of Full Well, the Contact? plot is uh, Jerry Tribble, his uh, brother gets killed in an alley fight. And he has to, you know, fight his way for revenge. And there's a, he has like a partner. And his name is, uh, oh, what was his name again? <laughs> well, he's, he's played by Marcus Aurelius. Yes, he was really fun in it. And there's some good twists. And But you might have seen this plot before in Blood Fist or Angel Fist or Dragon Fire or Blood but, Fist 2050. Yes, it's a very well-used plot that for some reason Corman kept using over and over again. I well, don't know why. I guess he thought well, it was a winning formula. I think it is. It's not the law of diminishing returns. It's still pretty fun. I, but thankfully, you know, just because we watched it most recently, that doesn't mean it's last in the diminishing returns column. Actually, I think no. it's one of the better movies with this plot line. I think the best one probably is Angel Fist. Yeah. yeah. But, but this is pretty good, too, because... Okay, first off, it's a punch fighter. There's yep. definitely stone-cold classic punch fighting of people punching each other in an <laughs> abandoned warehouse while people scream and clutch their cash. So that is punch fighting 101 yeah. all the way. Don't you love it? I mean, it's like... <laughs> as long as it's spaced out. Like, I wouldn't want to watch a bunch of punch fighting movies in a row. But since we haven't watched one in a while, I think it's okay. See, we did that. We made that mistake when we did Dragon Fire and then Blood Fist 2050 pretty close to each other. It's like, oh, here we go again. But you know. yeah, once they're proper, if they're properly spaced out, it's perfectly fine, especially if it has things going for it, like Full Contact does. There is silly dialogue, silly situations yeah. that you will enjoy that will make you yeah. laugh. And uh, yes, but also it has like a bunch of good fight scenes, you know, slow motion jump kicks and things of that nature. There's actually a twist. They bothered to actually put a twist in this movie, which a lot of, you know, similar uh, material does not have. So I give them credit for that. And I love when they just wait to get kicked in the face. Uh, These people, it's like, well, here I go. I'm going to kick you. (laughs) Well, yeah. And they're just kind of limply standing there. Yeah. Maybe the idea is that they've been so punched, you know, <laughs> punched out, I guess. I'm not out cold, but they're sort of like groggy and dazed from yeah. their prior punchings that they're just kind of standing there. And then they just Makes kind sense. of just wait for the punching and kicking to resume. Well, see, when we're talking about Jerry Trimble, which we had, that was a fun episode, uh, Jack B. Trimble. Yeah, but unfortunately, talk- we hadn't seen this at that time. No, so. no, we, I didn't have a copy yet. You know, it's funny when you, when you said Trimble, it's like, oh, I was thinking of Dr. Richard Kimball. From the future, because I don't know why I thought that because it rhymes. 
It's like if you remember that part, he's like Doctor Richard Kimball. You know, if you, <laughs> I think of Doctor Jerry Trimble. It's like, <laughs> well, he should play a doctor. I mean, yeah. I think Don the Dragon Wilson has played doctors, and that might be coming up in one of our titles. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. we won't give that away. Uh, but all in all, in the punch fighting genre. I think this is a pretty solid entry. I mean, I, I think director video kind of sure Matt kind of didn't like it, but I, I'm guessing he wasn't watching it in the right frame of mind. Yeah. And I'll, I'll ask him about that later. Um, Cause I'm going to be on his podcast as a solo. Yes. Guest to talk solo about. guest. Yeah. That's, that's very exciting for you. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched some Bruce Willis. You know, I'll just give you a preview now. Um, I did watch the movies, uh, American siege <laughs> and day to die. Uh. I, it's a spoiler. American Siege wasn't that bad. You know, the the cover is, you know, Bruce Wells, he has this badge on. Mm-hmm, of course. And there's a guy named Timothy V. Murphy who looks like a fake Robert Nepper. Right, and fake then, Nepper. No, I mean, I don't want to cut you off, but yeah. I don't want you to say anything that you might say on Matt's episode. Oh, sure, sure. I'll just say that. Like, fake Nepper and his mm-hmm. other, like, lookalikes. So. <laughs> Well, that's say. another great thing about DTV is you get these great lookalikes. Oh, yeah, there's some funny ones. I mean, I overlike, overall like the movie. And Day to Die, I'm just about done with it, so I can basically review it. It's just, uh, it has Kevin Dillon. And mm. <laughs> well, some might say he might be a lookalike of Matt Dillon. <laughs> I think Matt Dillon is probably the better actor, but Kevin Dillon has like kind of a funny way of acting. And it's Kevin Dillon and, of course, Bruce and Frank Grillo. Oh, Grillo. Okay. Yeah, he's in it for a little bit. And then I'll just say it kind of trails off towards the end. So now I'm 45, man. Mm. And it's like, ugh, you can really feel that 40, that extra 15 minutes. But overall, because it's, an, and also Leon's in it. Oh, Leon. Yeah, Leon and who else is in this? Um, I think there's just those. Oh, uh, Johnny Messner. He's also wow. in American Siege. So, so I got to say they weren't that bad. Well, Dana Dye has these goofy moments. Like, you'll be like, uh huh. <laughs> but we'll go to um, our action star. Let's want to keep talking about full contact. Um, I think I said all I have to say, but we'll be writing a review and then it'll be on the site at some point. But yeah, it'll not be for a just a couple of years, you know. Yeah, because <laughs> we're so backlogged. So yeah. oh my goodness. But did you write the review for it already? No, no, not yet. Oh, okay. I get, oh, you're an action star. So should it so be shouldn't there be a song? Yeah, sorry. Sorry, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say, where's the song? Okay, sorry. I, I will shut ready. up, and you could do the song. Should have been an action star. Mm-hmm. Now, do would you like to sing the song? You know, you. No, I'm not today. No, oh, okay, no. Maybe, next time. maybe in the future we'll surprise people. Like you know, sometimes like you will open the show and say, "Hey, everybody, yeah. welcome." Maybe one day when people are least expecting it, yeah. I will sing the song. Okay, I look forward to that. It'll be fun. Okay, but we so, can't do that today because. No. We have to do it when people are not expecting it. Yeah, yeah, we're expecting me to sing it. So our action star today is Rachel Ray. Right, so, now, yeah, people know Rachel Ray is a celebrity chef. Yes. <laughs> that's like a newer term. It's like <laughs> That's true. When I was growing up, I don't remember too many. I mean, yeah, that term was not around. There, there I think there were always celebrity chefs like Julia Child and um, Prudhomme. Um, Prudhomme, yeah, that's a good one, and um, Yan can cook, um, but uh, th- yeah, that term celebrity chef, I think, yeah. is pretty new, yeah. So in this movie, it would be, I only have one idea for the, it would be like a Die Hard and a cooking show or something like that, but they kind of almost did that Mr. Nice Guy of Jackie Chan. 
And they kind of did it with Under Siege, because if you remember, he's just the chef. Yeah. But this time, Rachel Ray plays Rachel. And she's... <laughs> Are they going to come up with a last name like Rachel... Rachel Lane. Jones. Like Bobby yeah, Rachel, Lane. Oh, Rachel... Fl- oh, that, that could be her husband. Right, because they're both celebrity chefs. Their names rhyme. Yeah. You know, her name could be Rachel Ray Flay. Yeah, perfect, perfect. She could flay the bad guys. That's exactly what I was thinking. She'll okay. use her knives, and she'll have a gun in her sauce. That, that, that was my big idea. Like that <laughs> is a good some, idea. like, uh, Italian sauce, and then bad guys, and she takes a uh, gun out of the sauce. <laughs> no one like, ever suspects the gun in the sauce. Yeah. I think that's an original idea. No one, I've never seen that in a movie. That's true. I think most people assume that if a gun was soaked in sauce, it might not work. But, no, but she she knows how to you know fire it. You know. Or maybe she can keep it in like a plastic bag or something. So <laughs> what for freshness? <laughs> well, that too. But I said to protect it from the sauce. Yeah, for some uh, reason. I said the sauce is harmful rays, but no, that's the sun. Um, oh, well, that's funny. But, the harmful ray. Actually, that could be um, the title. Okay, there's the title. Brilliant. We could just stop there. <laughs> Harmful ray. <laughs> These rays are harmful. <laughs> right, and she could be wearing sunglasses in the poster. Yes, it, 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 she would look down. She have a gun. She have like, it would be like one of those classic nineties uh, gun in your face ones. Right, with like a so. like a foreshortened cover where there's a giant gun and she's kind yeah. of back, and the gun in the hand is yeah. much bigger than her. Yeah. You know they they did that in the John Wick poster, uh, the first one. Remember that? It's like, oh, good, you're going back to that kind of idea. <laughs> it's like. Um, and then the O and yeah. John is like a gun barrel. It's like, oh, that's cool. I mean, let's go back to that. Which well, I guess they did. What they did. I mean, because yes, in the Rachel Ray movie, there would have to be yeah. knife knife work. I mean, there would have oh, to be. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she's not just using guns. She's using knives. She's using forks, sporks. Yeah. You know, oh, maybe a wooden spoon. <laughs> a like, lot of people got beat with a wooden spoon, you know, at some point in their I lives. Think we so. have. I think you, you kind of have to when you're a kid because you're being bad. You're being a bad kid. So this is taking it to a whole new level. Yeah, this is where like it won't be like command performance where he uses uh, someone uses a weapon and won't give it away. Well, you just using oh, the weapons right. you have available to you. Yeah, available. Then if you so everything that. would be yeah. in a kitchen. Like if she's trapped in a kitchen. No, but that's no, but it would be she's like not trapped in a kitchen. She's trapped on maybe a set. Right. It's so it's a like, lot bigger. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, and the audience is taken hostage, and it's like it's time for some harmful ray. And then right. she, uh, well, I could see like I know it's very command performance, but you know, be like a wooden spoon in the eye, maybe to like one of the, like a tougher underling. Yeah, but the gun in the sauce. Yeah. See, no one will see that coming, like you exactly. said. Because yes, yeah, people will moment. suspect like knives and people yeah. suspect the knives. That's yeah. sure. I mean, we'd like, have to do that. But the gun in the sauce—that's almost yeah. like sitting in the nachos and angels in the outfield. <laughs> the guy should have looked. Okay. So he didn't, and then he got laughed at by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. So it's like, that's his best work, by the way. So, so we can make a direct through line from that to Harmful Ray. Yeah, Harmful Ray. I really love the title. <laughs> and she probably wants to do serious acting. Oh, yeah. You know? She's probably to... sick of being, you know, the perky Yeah, hi, chef. everyone. I'm Rachel Ray. Time to make some cookies, you know. It's yeah, like... she's... and that's how the movie would start. You yeah, know, like, like there'd be like a cold open on her yeah. being cheerful and happy, and then there's yeah. like then the director yells cut, and then she's like frustrated and exhausted, yeah. you know, and uh, but still likable. Well, yeah, of course you still like yeah. her. She's the hero yeah. and she's likable, but you know she's getting tired of being goody goody. She yeah. wants to like beat the bad guys, so this gives she, her that chance. 
and I can see maybe I don't have any villain I you know names, but he she would be fine just a kind of maybe like a gang, um, like maybe like a Mexican gang or something. And I can't think or of like any. you know like usually there's guys that move in on the turf of the people yeah. like someone wants to take over her restaurant she must have at least one Perf- restaurant. yeah she'll have a restaurant she could do that maybe in the beginning kind of like peppermint something like that i know that Gardner yeah. doesn't have a restaurant but you know what i mean like you have but the movie itself would be pretty similar i think oh yeah so i think this is going to be a good movie harmful ray yes um, I, I, I think this is a recipe for success uh, <laughs> see see that would be a recipe for success red barger it'll be on the phone yeah there. yeah <laughs> I'd be like that fake guy. What, um, David Manning? Yeah, I'd be like the oh. new David Manning, except I'm real. Yeah. Or See, am I? If, if he didn't recommend the animal, as we said, you probably would have gotten away with it. Right, because that's just too suspicious. You know, you can, okay, Knight's Tale, fine. People like that movie. have never seen it. Neither but, have I. But no, no, you don't like the animal. So... <laughs> It's still funny, though. He might have reviewed something else, too, but I think it was just those two Sony titles. Uh, well, I'm glad someone looked into it and cracked the case. I do think we've talked about this on the podcast before. We did, so. actually. Yeah, we did. We did. It was a fun conversation. But now so, we... Yeah, so that was Harmful Ray, so that's our idea for the action yes. star. Something I, that I should have it. been one. Yeah, and still I can be it. one, you know? Not too late. I mean, I, I thought I had another idea, but maybe, like, the, the gun and the sauce thing would be the final battle. Because, like, well, yeah, you think she's out of weapons. Like, you think she's cornered. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and this is her final. And you're like, uh oh, how is she going to get out of this one? You know how we always yeah, say that. Like, yeah. And you're like, oh, this might be a tough one for Ray. Like, the final battle, like, yeah. the, the final baddie, like, the toughest bad guy has her, like, backed into a corner. Like, you know, yeah. in the kitchen where, like, the stove it, it, yeah. like, is on the counter. She's, like, backed into a corner. She's yeah. been kind of beaten up. You think this might be the end for her. But and she then knows. she reaches into the sauce, pulls Boss. out the gun, and blows and the guy said, away. Exactly. And it'd be. Awesome. I don't think we'll have any other. Oh, Richard Ray is such a big name, so we can't have any other big names. Well, no, know, but, but we could get um, some supporting names. Like, yeah. Who else can... uh, let's see. Uh, maybe Mario Batali. Mario oh, Batali. Oh, you get all. Well, <laughs> you get the expendables all... of celebrity chefs. You get all the chefs. That's a good point. And then they would act really flatly. Yes, it's hopefully, like, yes. Hey, yeah. Hey, Rachel, how's your show going today? Because <laughs> yeah, they're trying to be natural, but it's yeah. failing miserably. Yeah, I love when they do that. Like, it's like these basketball stars, like in space yeah. camp. It's like, okay, Scotty Pippen, I'm Scotty Pippen. It's just like. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, or, yeah Todd English, uh, you know, I only know that one from going to the casino. Todd English is Tuscany. Um, um, uh, let's see. Any other oh, Michael Jordan Steakhouse? Oh, it's like <laughs> he's not. A you're chef. desperately trying to tie this into Space Jam somehow. I don't. Um, I don't know why. I've always seen Space Jam. Why I haven't seen the Space Jam two? Or is it like a no. new legacy or something? I I hear Don Cheadle is good in it though. Um, but I'm not gonna watch it just for Don Cheadle. <laughs> like, okay. All right, let's just come up with some other possible stars for this movie, and then we'll move on. Oh, okay, sure, sure. Uh, okay, what's a good supporting cast name? Let's see. Well. You got to get uh, maybe another character actor you kind of know. Maybe like an Alan Thicke or yeah, uh, okay. maybe a William Devane. You just need one yeah. more name. Yeah. I was know? thinking if this was a movie made years ago, I would think maybe like Tom Bosley. Or, oh, perfect. Yeah. Or like or Andy Griffith. Maybe like her, a father or, a, or an elder chef. Tom Atkins. Oh, Tom Atkins. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Tom Atkins could be either her father or master chef or both, who actually yeah. not only teaches her the ways of cooking and the culinary arts, yeah. but also the martial arts. Yeah, the way of the killing arts. 
Right. So, like, <laughs> so we we but, need an elder elder statesman type actor. Yeah, and I could see them doing perfectly of all the exposition. <laughs> I grew I up on the it. mean streets. I had to do this to yeah. survive. That sort of thing. A long time ago, I just started cooking, but I also started killing. It would be like, so like um, um, yeah. the movie with Gina Carano, where the whole backstory, the whole reason why she knows how to fight is because she grew up in Bridgeport. Oh yeah, well it makes sense. What? Hey, well no, it was in the blood. In the blood. In the blood. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah. it was good. Because you so, know sometimes we, they give a reason why they know fighting art. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> but in this movie, the whole reason is because she grew up in Bridgeport. That's the reason. I think that's just so great. Because it's actually kind of perfect. <laughs> All right, so that was subject. that. Um, so now we're on to the animal movies. Okay, so let's just explain what this uh, is. You know what this is. This is an idea yeah. by you. Another one of yes. your wacky, crazy ideas about taking <laughs> all the <laughs> movies from the site with yeah. animals in the title, and that's what yes, they have in common. Nothing else. Yeah. Nope, that's it. So we're gonna just jump right into it with Tiger Claws. So, right, Tiger nope. Tiger Claws one through three. Want to just do yes, them all? Yes, one through three. Okay. Well, one through three. Yeah, but yeah, one through three. So. <laughs> which Vinegar Syndrome has released recently on Blu-ray, so kudos I, to are them. You gonna, are you going to buy it? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know if I like them enough, to be honest. I mean, well, maybe I'm only thinking of part three. I think I liked okay, the we'll first one, right? I don't... The first, here's the thing about the first one. I know here's, we gave it two stars, which is crazy. I think maybe, we're, maybe we were in a bad mood. Mm, maybe. But, but the plot of this one, people haven't seen it, is a mysterious serial killer known as the Death Dealer stalking the streets of canada mm-hmm. or new york city as i like to call it in this movie and the only clue the police have to go on is that the murder uses an obscure underground fighting style known as tiger and linda masterson uh rock rock and a strange foreigner named Tariq richards played by joel murray are on the case and also bolo young is well he's basically the death dealer so it's like i know it's it's in the plot really it's not really a spoiler so uh, now we called Joel Hyde the painted on hair guy. As yeah, you know. is, is this the origin of painted on hair, or yeah. was there some was there painted on hair before this? Well, here's the thing: Fearless Tiger is one of Joel Hyde's first movies, maybe his first. So maybe are we going to be talking there. about that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but I started with Tiger first because there's more to okay. talk about. Okay. Or I don't think you even posted that yet. Or, yeah, but isn't or, Fearless Tiger a tiger, tiger movie? Yes. So. He started off painting on, painting his hair on, and mm. <laughs> he just looks, and of course he looks like Balky, aka uh, Bronson Pinchot, so, and also speaks like Balky. Yeah, he has meepos. <laughs> Do you want to go to meepos? You know, it's like I I wouldn't mind. I mean, I think it's one of the Greek Isles, but uh, I'm not really sure. It's unspecified. <laughs> See, it's funny. He's from Meepos, and then he made me go. Hopefully, I didn't ma- mention that before. Bronson Pinchot. I think we've mentioned Migo numerous times before. Yeah. So, but let's, um, no, yeah. but it's Meepo and Migo. Well, it's Meepos. Meepos, and then me, yeah. So <laughs> totally different. Um, I was talking to Connoisseur actually about you know because Jonathan Lipnicki was the kid in uh, Migo that he would be an action star. One of oh days. yeah. Okay. Cause I, so because we're gonna talk about this on his show, I assume, but I'll just say it here. Which is you get one older statement act, older statesman actor like let's say a Dolph Lundgren, and then you get Jonathan Lipnicki. You know, it's like Bruce Willis and Jesse Bradford. You know, something like that. Well, yeah, that so, that is ten. You know, that tends to be how things so, work. So it wouldn't be great. It's just like I partnered with Jonathan Lipnicki. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I mean, Haley Joel Osment. Haley Joel Osment looks. You know, he's they're old. They're old now, and you know. <laughs> 
Osman has like a beard, is kind of overweight a little bit, but it works to his advantage. See, if you get Bruce Willis and Osman back, it'd be a sixth sense reunion. Uh, it's so, uh, that is true. Yeah, I didn't think of that. So, yeah, wouldn't it be great? Because they're Tiger Claws. Oh, oh yes, go ahead, Tiger Claws. Yes. Oh no, I just you know it's a trilogy of movies made by yes. I think the same production company and with similar plots, but you know it's Cynthia Rothrock's involved, so that's automatically yeah. something. I mean that's that's a good thing. Um, I need to rewatch it. Um, what's the reason for the two star rating? Do you know? I'm gonna look. I think it just oh, so he has a childish feel. Maybe he was, but this guy has it has Bill Pickles, the guy with the really funny voice. <laughs> So it's like again, that's that's a highlight, you know. Yeah, I think it, we're, we're trying to be positive. I mean, the presence of pickles is that the only pickles that we have? I think we, are there other pickles? Yeah. I think this is our only pickles. Um, what, are there the, other pickles? That's a good question. He should be an action star. I am Bill Pickles. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, what's the deal with pickleball? Have you heard about this pickleball? I've heard a lot about pickleball recently. I think it's gaining in popularity. It's like, well, it's kind of like a less intense version of tennis. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a cross between tennis and ping pong, which well, is basically the same thing anyway. But it's yeah, like no, it's like it's like ping pong. But you're like standing on the board. basically. Oh, OK. See, I don't like the name. Um, what? Pickleball? Pickleball. The pickle part. It's like, I don't get what pickles like, have to do with it. Yeah, but, that's the thing. Yeah. I was, like, but what if it was splat, Bill splat. Pickle? <laughs> Bill Pickleball. Did you read my mind? I want to play Bill Pickles Ball. That's really hard to see or say and see too. So it's like, you know, I gotta rewatch this. I think we were wrong. Well, would um, you buy the Vinegar Syndrome collection? I should. I got the tape about a year ago. I need to upgrade. Kind of upgrade some Jalan Murhai. Well, I, the Vinegar Syndrome released some other Murhais too. I mean, uh, um, expect no mercy and um, TC two thousand. I See think so, that? yeah. You know, yeah. if I could just, like, break my spell of this, just hanging on to the tape, you know, I'm happy to have tapes, but, you know, I'm willing to upgrade. Because these, you know, they're vinegar syndromes, they have extras, that's Blu-rays. Yeah. No one's saying you have to get rid of your tape. You could no, have both. no. And the last thing I'll mention, well, okay, I'm going to recommend, we're going to recommend Tiger Claws 1, actually. Okay. Yeah. And then, but the last thing I'll mention is there's a hair metal song called Break the Walls Down by the band Attitude. Right. Um, it was like I think I remember liking scene. that. I think it's a rockin' tune. I don't remember the tune, but it sounded rockin'. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, when did that movie come out? Like 1990? 1991. That, 91. That was like the yeah. peak time for that sort of rock. Oh, that's, so that was right place, right time for old Attitude. Well, and then five years later, they made Tiger Claws 2. So we'll just jump right to that. Okay. Now, uh, what are the differences and similarities between Tiger Claws 1 and 2? Well, we still have Bolo. You still have Rock Rock and Murhai, but Bolo is now the hero for some reason. And is he the same character? Yes, but he turned good. He, he turned good because he I don't know, there's it's bad plotting, obviously, but he I guess he turned good. Uh that is kind of childish. We're saying I was childish, it's like you turned good. It's like that's almost <laughs> like yeah. It's like something you say on like the playground or something. Yeah. You're being you know. gay. I, <laughs> I love the playground. Yeah, you know, I, I used to go on the slide and the monkey bars. <laughs> well, didn't like, we all? Think, the monkey bars, really? You don't seem like well, a monkey bars kind of guy. Okay, I think I tried to and I fell. Oh, okay. uh, it's like. Well, my yeah, question okay. is, you know, whenever you see that terrorist footage <laughs> and all the terrorists on the monkey bars, yeah. In the world of terror, 
what call is there to be on monkey bars? Like, is, are they going to have to like bomb a playground? I mean, I hate to say that, but why are they yeah. always on the monkey bars? Like, how does that relate to their terrorist activities? I think I, I hate to defend this, but I think they're <laughs> just trying to go, they're trying to go fast, 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 fast. Okay. Fast. Like, like, you know, when people are trying to like hang on to things, they like, quickly like boop, 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 boop. And that's what they do with monkey bars. Oh, okay. Cause it's, it's like, they don't have a lot of training uh, in the desert there, but they, they have monkey well, bars. Well, you know, in Gymkata, they had a pommel horse. <laughs> they sure did. Random places. So it's like, yes, of course they did. Yes. <laughs> God bless Gymkata. Yes. Why couldn't Kurt Thomas make one more movie? I know. You know? But we should just be grateful and thankful for oh, what we, we got have. This one. Yeah. yeah. That's a good I mean, we, we did get Mitch Gaylord. That's pretty true. good he, replacement. Yes. And he had what, American Anthem and, of course, American Tiger. Yes. A.K.A. American which, Rickshaw. Great movie. Yes. American Tiger might be coming up very shortly. In the movie but, I watched sort of recently, it's an erotic oh, thriller. What was that again? Oh, no. Oh, it, sexual roulette? No, no. Um, Sexual intent? Uh, I think it does have the word sexual in the yeah. title. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> yes, now it's rated E. Now we're E. E, um, e for no, everyone. So it's, he, was, <laughs> he was still making stuff, I mean, later yeah, into the 90s. He's still making stuff. Um, like it's bar and he's doing stuff he's doing stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's mitch gaylord he's doing stuff he's doing, but um, yeah uh tiger claws too okay so it's a lot dumber than the uh, first <laughs> one that's definitely saying something uh evan lurie's hanging around oh well that yeah. does make things dumber <laughs> it's more of a, punch a good fighter Under, yeah it's like an underground punch fighting kind of like um balance of power with billy blanks which speaking of a playground um, yeah, that's right. There was an evil one. <laughs> there was an evil playground. So it all comes full circle. Bubblehead. Yeah, bubblehead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, there's my impression. You, you always say, why don't you do impressions? There's yes. my Billy Branks impression. What's well, really my impression of your impression of yeah, Billy yeah. Branks? <laughs> bubblehead. Yeah, it's, it's still good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm no rich little, but, you know, I try. Um, uh, okay, so what are you going to say about this one? I mean,. I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's okay <laughs> sequel to Tiger Claws 1. I mean, like, it's a movie when you're bored. You, you know, it's a rainy day. You got <laughs> nothing to do. You know what? I like Cynthia Rothrock. I like Murai somewhat. Then I'll watch Tiger Claws 2. It's like... <laughs> it's kind of one of those surprising sequels. It's like, it came on, what, like five years later? No yeah, one expected it. It's like, well, the demand... Was it there? I I don't know. I mean, there's a Tiger Claws three, so I well, guess yes, that... we can just jump right to that. The final conflict, which is hope, thankfully the final movie, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, you unfortunately, know. this trilogy kind of went out on a whimper instead yeah, of yeah. Unfortunately, well, they returned to New York City, aka uh, Canada. Yeah, and then uh, Lauren Avedon's the baddie this time, named Striker. Cool name, of course, but and we're gonna do an all Striker podcast. Yeah, yeah, don't we should forget. do that. Um, oh, no, wait. we're we're gonna do it. I think. Yeah, we're gonna do that for sure. And well, his name is Striker Gudenoff. Mm, anyone named Striker, I think, is yeah. okay. Well, see, well, that's a good point. So I guess this will pop up again in our Striker episodes. Something like that we'll call like Strike Back or something like that. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess they couldn't call him Boris Badenov. That was already taken. <laughs> so so they call him Boris Badguyenov. <laughs> well, that's like Expendables too. Yeah, that's how we say. Where the villain is named Villain. <laughs> that's that's Stallone for. Uh, I'm gonna get you. John, I'm gonna get you, John Villain. Or it's like, oh, if he yells, it's like Villain. <laughs> <laughs> 
he does do that. Stallone will tend to yell yeah. the name of the bad guy in, in movies. I feel like I he's done that, that numerous times. We did it in, in uh, Cinemas 3. Stormbags! <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> Didn't he do that in a couple of the Rocky movies? Like, Drago! Yeah, yeah. Drago! You know, you got, you see, he has that thing. You gotta love it. Maybe the bad guy, he'll, he'll yell out the bad guy in uh, EX4. And <laughs> so there's going to be fun. an EX4? Yes, it has a release date. I hope it's street date, but uh, basically it's street date. September 2023. Is it slated to be rated R? Supposedly, but I don't. I hope so. I mean, I, I saw the behind the scenes uh, fights. It has Jason Statham versus Eco Uis. Did I say oh. his name? So I'm, that has I, to be rated R. Yeah, that's an R rated think... fight. <laughs> kind of like Bullet well, to I'm... the Head is an R rated title. Yeah, I like that title. That's a good title for a movie, I think. Yeah. But um, go ahead. If Eco is in it, that's a good. Yeah. That's a very good sign. Oh. Absolutely. I was watching the trailer for Bolt to the Head the other day because I just like to rewatch trailers. And mm. <laughs> it, well, see, what's really funny is uh, it was a different trailer. It had like this cool, um, okay, now I forgot his name. Oh, uh, Lemmy song. Oh, Motorhead? Motorhead, yeah. And it was like, killers, killers. <laughs> that's, not in, that's the international trailer of Bullet to the Head. Because maybe they figured Americans wouldn't want to hear Motorhead because it's too rocking. Uh, it's too, it's just, yeah, it's too rocking. Um, all right, but back to Tiger Claws 3. Um, yes. Uh, okay, so the there's a stupid is, twist at yeah. the end, I, from what yes. I remember. That's very stupid. I, It's almost too stupid to repeat, so don't worry. There's not going to be any spoilers. And um, yeah, not not very good. You I'm, don't I'm care. It's, it's a slog, real slog. It's even so, lower budget than the other two. Like the other ones, you know, they're low budget. That's fine. But this is like, you really feel that, that uh, threadbare quality, yeah. you know? It's like, this is kind of garbagey, unfortunately. But let's go to a better movie. Now we're okay. at the Tiger Claws. We're into Tiger Heart. Uh, Ted Jan Roberts. Now, I don't think you, you watched this one, right? Did I? Is that the one no, who was wearing a gigantic T-shirt and yes, principal and of the, Dick Van Patten? <laughs> no, that's a dangerous place. Place, which I really enjoyed. Um, but I, actually, I don't think I have seen this. So you're going to have to talk about it. Oh, really? Okay. I don't think so. Well, Ted Is Jan, my name on the review? Uh, Yes. It is? Okay. We, we reviewed it in 2013, 2014. That's when we posted it. All right, so what happens in this movie? Well, like, Ted me. Jan plays Eric Chase, and he's a teenager who lives to practice martial arts at his local dojo. Um, let's see what else. And then he has to fight like kind of like a uh, Zapka, a guy named Nat. He's a, And then he's also there's an evil land developer. Um, is that you don't remember any of this? I, Matthias Hughes has like a I'm really starting quick to cameo. remember it. Yeah, I'm starting to remember it. But I, I kind of get it mixed up with The Dangerous Place. Dangerous Place is a better movie. Right. Um, and has Corey Feldman. That has Corey Feldman and Dick Van Patten. This just has Ted Jan Roberts. Oh, and also has Matthias Hughes briefly and Robert Lozardo. So, mm, and Art okay. Camacho. I don't remember much about it either. I think it's just, <laughs> you know, I was reading it and it's like, well, I mean, I think it's a lesser Roberts. You know, we still liked it. You know, yeah, the I mean, tagline. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, I was going to say it's like a, I hate to say Karate Kid knockoff, but is that well, what it is? Basically, you know, Ted Jan Roberts was our 90s, you know. Ralph Macchio. <laughs> our 90s Macchio. Yeah, screwed that up. So the, the tagline is take on Eric Chase and you take on the tiger. I wish I had more to contribute, oh. but my memory is is lacking it's on this. Me too on this one, but they do mention summer reading. Um, <laughs> in the, like, like the dialogue of the movie? Yeah. 
it's like, oh no, <laughs> never like summer reading. Cause when you're a kid, you want to watch say by the bell, you want to do stuff, go to camp, summer reading. I know reading's important sometimes because that's what LeVar Burton says. But when you're a kid, you don't want to read. That's so maybe that's, opinion, maybe that's why Eric Chase was in such a rage because the teachers <laughs> told him he had to do summer reading. See, I wish I did karate, you know, it's like or some sort of martial arts. I, you I did in up. that one class. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I did. You learned high job. See, when you're a kid, you don't have no discipline. So, well, that's what teaches you the discipline, I think. See, but as a 90s kid, you're watching TV. I mean, I just said this, but you're just goofing around. You're goofing and you're, you know, having your, com- not combos, but you're having your, like, oh, combos. Uh, I think yeah, that's combos, fair. combos and, um, you know, uh, your, quick. Che- Nestle's quick, quick. Nestle quick and that gelatinous cheese, handy snacks. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Dunkaroos, that's what I was thinking of before. See, because because you're a 90s kid, a lot of this kind of passed me by. Like, I'm not a 90s kid. I don't I don't think of myself that way anyway. I was a little older. So, you know, I wasn't eating too much fruit by the foot and Dunkaroos. And <laughs> I, they did have handy snacks, though. And, if, and combos yeah. and Nestle's quick. Sure, of course. But not some of that other stuff. I need to look up the uh, ingredients of the handy snack. I want to see. <laughs> it's like diethylide trioxamate and uh, all these like, chemicals. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to write this down for a continuation. What okay. Is, I, what is how much do you want to bet you can't pronounce what it is? 100%. Or maybe 99%. I won't be able to pronounce it. Well, that might make so. for some hilarity on a podcast. So yeah, sure, exactly. go for it. So so that's our review of uh, Tiger Heart. Tiger, Tiger, what's it called? <laughs> Tiger. Tiger Heart. Yeah, Tiger Heart. <laughs> I know, That's but I jump right there. Yeah, I, it was like, what? Tiger Chase? Yeah, Tiger. <laughs> yeah, Tiger Chase. Yeah, Tiger Man. Go, I don't know. We're going to go to Tiger Joe next. Um, oh, Tiger Joe. Yeah, okay, now we're talking. We've got an Italian yeah. war movie here yeah. with David Warbeck. Yeah, Italian Warbeck. So, Tiger so that's, Joe. Um, I love is it, it Bruno Mattei? Margariti. 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 Yeah. Okay. So Tiger Joe is a pilot for Southeast Asia. He has a devil may care, daredevil attitude. <laughs> yes, we, you call, we call him a handsome devil with a devil's smile. <laughs> and then he's shot down the jungle and, you know, he's after the classic enemies. So, um, you gotta Do love we like this? Back. I feel like we, we like we gave this. It, we gave it three stars. Um, there's a funny, you know, line by Warbeck. You need to eat more carrots. <laughs> There's well, a bunch I mean, of Warbeck, as and laws and you know, <laughs> you know, Warbeck improves things, you know. I mean, because he has it. Yeah, he has it. You know, you yeah. throw Warbeck in the jungle, give him a machine gun. That's almost all you need. I mean, they must have known that. They must have known that. Yeah, that's why he was in a lot of other movies like this, like The Last Hunter and um, other. Not to be confused with War Bus. You know, this yeah. this is David Warbeck. David Warbeck <laughs> was not in War Bus. Oh, we're gonna call him David War Bus, which is an David awesome War Bus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> an awesome name was my Thai war bus like, that would be cool that'd be like almost as cool as mark slaughter or don dockin <laughs> Thai slaughter i can still do it if i want to go through the hoops of the post office yeah so like, that's the only thing stopping you it is i don't want to change everything but well so yeah tiger joe is definitely a classic italian uh, exploding hunting movie hunting yeah that's a <laughs> so, word in our world yeah. that's a word yeah you gotta love that. You know, you put the dynamite in, and it's like, okay, here we go. This gotta, is gonna a be bunch good. of huts blow up, and uh, some guard tower yeah. falls, and you know, you got yourself a movie. You know, 
we'll jump to the next one. Uh, well, see, there's also Tiger Cage 1 and 2, but, you know, there's a classic March, you know, uh, Asian action movies. They're fun. Some good gore in it. But I'm going to just I think we like those, but yeah. we don't really talk yeah. about those too much. Because, yeah, I'm just going to I'm yeah, going to jettison to the yeah, next okay. one, which is Tiger Shark. <laughs> okay, know. Tiger Shark. Oh, that's you know, um Oh, don't tell me. Um okay. Stone, someone's You're uh, so close. Is his last name Stone? Yes. How about his is first it, name? Uh, is it <laughs> Is it Mike Stone? You're correct, Mike yes. Stone. <laughs> See, this is another one of these movies that, you know, the action boom was booming in the yeah. 80s. Video stores, you know, they needed that much-needed product. How about Mike Stone? You know, like, so I, that's a name you hear in a movie. It's like Mike Stone played by you know, Stallone or something like that. I know. It does sound like a fake name, but um, I believe that's his real name. And I think he was like a famous instructor. Like, didn't he, like instruct elvis and other people like chuck norris well, i don't know about chuck norris but like he was like sort of like a karate instructor to the stars yes he was so yeah uh yeah he's an associate of elvis as we put so so it's only a matter of time till he got his own movie well and the plot of this one is that mike stone plays tava parker <laughs> he's a vietnam vet who teaches martial arts to kids and his girlfriend is kidnapped and then he travels to the Philippines. Of course, he goes there. Of course, he does. And he links up with his old non-buddy named Dave Cowboy Reynolds. And he has a local contact, a wacky taxi driver named Tony. Oh, there's an evil commie, Colonel Barrow. He's holding the, uh, his girlfriend hostage. What will become of the tiger shark? So uh, we have a quote from Cowboy, you know, why he's called Tiger Shark, Mike Stone. And I will read it. And no, we call him Tiger Shark because he stalked like a tiger and fought like a shark. <laughs> right. That's actual dialogue from the movie. And just to, yep. so he stalked like a tiger. Yeah. And fought like a shark. OK, I just want to make sure that was clear. So it's almost like fast as a shark, you know, from except. <laughs> except. Yeah. Yeah. So we like this movie. It's, it's definitely hard to find. You know, I, we watched it on YouTube. We did? Mistaken. Yeah. I thought you had the VHS tape of this. I no. do not. I have Tiger Joe. I have Tiger Claws. I don't have Tiger Shark. Well, yeah, but I do think you're right. This It's not an easy tape to find. I mean, but you have a lot of tapes that are hard to find. Well, that's um, true because they're a big pile. <laughs> but I think, was this also a New World, New Horizons Corman movie? Or no? Well, or or the tape you're was right. released. You're, you're right. It says Tiger Shark did get a U.S. VHS release on New World. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But I don't so think they I, made that many of them. No, it must be really hard to find because I, I can't find it. Or I can just do another look. Well, because usually those New World movies are not that hard to find. I'm thinking they might have maybe not had a lot of faith in Tiger Shark, and so they didn't, you know, press up that many copies. I'm just speculating here, but I think I might be right. And one last item on Tiger Shark, which is that Ivan Rogers wrote the script. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, he, he that would explain appear. that awesome dialogue about the stalking and the, <laughs> whatever. He wrote it. That's why he's a genius. Yes, Ivan Rogers. Do I we have enough was, material, to, you think, to do an Ivan Rogers podcast? It would be a pretty short pod. You know, we only have like four four Rogers, really. We could do like a mini episode. We've never really done that. <laughs> Interesting idea. Yeah, so it would be like Rogers, I was say Rogers Stone. But just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I should have been an action star on that. Well, Harry has tattoos. That's true. He has a Nixon tattoo. So he could just take that off during the final battles. Like, <laughs> take it off? No, 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 no. Take off a shirt. Take off oh, a shirt. Oh, I thought you meant the tattoo. Well, that would be pretty painful. But oh. it's like, 
that sounds well tattoo removal sounds really painful but i hear it's a booming industry because all these like millennials and stuff will got have gotten tattoos then they regret it i don't want a tattoo anymore (laughs) ma'am right exactly i guess they they didn't like the permanence of the tattoo so now (laughs) these places (laughs) which you think they'd know going in but then you know there's all these tattoo removal places like popping up now so they'll be in a tip tat shape after (laughs) After oh, getting rid of it. <laughs> okay, moving on. So that okay. was Tiger Shark. What else you got? Okay, what else do I got? All right. So, oh, there's one more thing about Tiger Shark. There's a song called Two People, One Heart. Oh, yes, I remember that. But, Two People, One Heart. Oh, yeah. Tessa Niles. Tessa Niles, yeah, yeah, who I like. I mean, she's kind of known as a background singer, but mm-hmm. I think she might have she might have a couple albums under her own oh, name. But she you... sang background for like everybody, and she has a great voice. That's why it's a, it was a good song. Yeah, two people, one heart. I, I still remember that that chorus anyway. We're still kind of in the tiger country here because we're going to do Blue Tiger next. Um, Blue Tiger. Yeah, remember this one from 1994? Oh, with Virginia Madsen. Yes, Virginia Madsen, very yeah. briefly, Michael Madsen, and Harry Dean Stanton, um, and Henry Mortensen. What if he's related to Vigo? So, well, because our, our, what about Virginia and Michael? And, you know. I would like to see him in a movie. You know, well, besides this one, yeah, because you know, Matt's the only he's only for like two seconds. He plays like a gun dealer or something like that. She he gives some guns to Virginia, and the plot of this one is that Virginia plays Gina Hayes. He's a loving single mother to her young son. When Darren is shot in the crossfire of a Yakuza war, Gina drops whatever <laughs> she was doing, learns Japanese, dyes her hair black, and puts on a leather revenge jacket. So now. This is a, it's more of a drama. It's like a thriller yes. drama with some action elements. Right. That, I think that's a very apt yeah. description. It's not straight up, you know, full throttle action, but it's an yeah, interesting exactly. idea for a movie. I mean, Virginia Madsen versus the Yakuza. I mean, I'm signed up. It basically does deliver. You say it more or less delivers. So it's well yeah. shot. It's no American Dragons or American Yakuza. No, but th- those type of movies were very hot at the yeah. time. And there's others, you know. We can name it. There were someone's fighting the Yakuza. Um, it's something that came up. It came up a lot. White Tiger, Distant Justice. You know. Oh, yeah. Those are, yeah. Um, what's the one? It, I think it has Costas, maybe Lewis Mandel. Double Deception? Is that what that movie yes. is called? Oh, good good memory. Double Deception. Yeah. Uh, Lewis Mandalore. Red Sun Rising. China Red Sun White. Rising. Oh, yeah. Wow. You're really rolling them off. That's good. Yeah, Double Deception. That was weak. Um it was not a good movie, but it fits into the category of, you know, white guy versus the Yakuza. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. There's a movie called the Yakuza way. It starts the guy from blowback to love and death. Oh, that guy. Uh, yeah. He's like a Japanese. He's like big in Japan. Which, yeah. You know. I, I looked it up. <laughs> looks kind of garbagey, but I mean, maybe I'll check it out. You know, someone has it on eBay for a cheap price. So we'll oh. see. And people say it's kind of, you know, silly. Well, from what I remember, Blowback, Love and Death was pretty yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> remember uh, Mike Monty looked like Mike Bloomberg? <laughs> I do remember yeah. that. It's like, oh, Mike Bloomberg's going to steal your soda and explode some huts, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you can't take his Cheez-Its. Uh, I, I hate that he said that. He doesn't eat Cheez-Its, okay? So next movie is... No, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to give away too much about Blue. Emu? No, this is What's this movie called? Blue Emu. <laughs> Blue Tiger. Right, Blue Tiger. Blue Tiger. Blue Emu is like a Ben Gay kind yeah, of Yeah, is, is that who, who uh, hawked that? Ah, oh, 
Wait, Blue was Emu. It Chuck he had a southern Woolery? accent. Who? Was it oh, Chuck, Chuck Woolery? Oh. Hey, did Blue Emu? Oh, no. Dorf did something similar, though. Stephen Dorf. No, no, not Dorf on golf. No, um, Stephen Dorf. Stephen, our, and that was Blue E cigarettes. E Blue okay. cigarettes, not Blue Emu. It must have been Chuck Woolery. I, he did? Or was that Australian Dream? Australian like Dream, Henry. yeah. <laughs> I can't keep track of all these, like, Ben These arthritis creams. Arthritis cream. That's not, I mean, that's not my area of expertise. The fact that you're grilling me on this and quizzing yeah, me. I'm really um, all the arthritis creams, something that we don't have. It's like, yeah, and Fred Dalton Thompson wanted you to get a reverse mortgage. Yeah. I don't I know what that really is. I know Tom Selleck wants us to get a reverse mortgage right now. Maybe I will if you could, you know. It's like, <laughs> Wouldn't you first have to have a mortgage? Yeah. We all have mortgages. Well, I have a mortgage. Yeah. Do you want a reverse mortgage from Tom Selleck? I'll think about it. Maybe I could reverse my mortgage. So if I get a reverse mortgage, does that mean I like pay less and less and less every month? Because if if that's the case, I might be on board. I think so. I I, he talks about it, Tom Selleck. You know, you get like a special DVD. (laughs) And he sighs. He does it as uh, Frank Reagan in Blue Bloods. Yes. (sighs) All right. Here's your reverse mortgage. (laughs) Yeah, he has been very exasperated. Yeah. yeah. So, no, he he actually stood up in the latest episode of Blue Bloods. I was very. He was walking around. He was wearing his uh, police commissioner jacket. You know. Great. He must have been using his blue emu. Yeah, <laughs> so, must have been. Hey, maybe he got a reverse mortgage the other day yeah. and he was happy about that. Uh, okay, right, so, so wait, Blue Tiger. Do we recommend the movie? I I, I would. Yeah. Yeah. So, I would. It's different. If it's. I mean, yeah, it's not a perfect movie, but it's different. You got to give it that. Because you know Virginia Madsen carries it because it's Virginia. Yeah, oh, Madsen. absolutely. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, you know, she usually no, no it. Virginia Madsen, no movie. Oh, oh my goodness, it would be like definitely crud. So. Like you know, like when you like you see people in TV and movies where like they do a bad job making a cake and then they take it out of the oven and it just kind of like <laughs> and it like deflates. Yeah, that's what this movie would be without Virginia Madsen. It would be like a deflated cake. Um, I would totally agree with that. Okay, moving. I'm gonna on. go to our last tiger. Which is Lone Tiger. So, oh, Lone classic. Tiger. Bruce Kerr yeah. and I is a Japanese yeah. karate he's man. Good. That's um, absolutely correct. You could, just, you could stop right there. Now, that, this is where we, this is actually kind of an important movie in Comeuppance Reviews history. Yeah, because, well, why do you explain that? Well, because it, it gave rise to a phrase we still use to this day, which is Lone Tiger Effect, which means. <laughs> Uh, like just because there's an awesome cast full of all your favorite people, that's like, no guarantee. Oh yeah. Well, we'll get to the cast, but yeah. I mean, th- just that phrase, Oh, this is a lone tiger effect. It just means, yep. you know, you think all these great people are in the movie. That means the movie is going to be good. Mm-hmm. No guarantee. This is where we learn the hard way that it's no guarantee that the, the movie's going to be good just because it has a good cast. So yep. Ty, w- w- just read off the cast of this movie. Okay. So we have Richard Lynch, Matthias Hughes, Timothy Bottoms, George W. Bush, <laughs> Stoney Jackson, and Robert Zadar. That's amazing. Okay. I mean, and, and come Bruce on. Locke as Japanese Karate Man. And Bruce Locke as the Japanese Karate Man. Bruce yeah. Kerr and I. Bruce, yeah. So you'd think a movie like that could not lose. Mm. It, it but does, what happened? It does. I mean, it, the problem is very down market, very low rent. Yes. It, yes. Zadar's funny in it. Lynch is funny in it. But, you know. It's just like you watch this, it's like this is kind of junky. Yeah. I want to care more. I mean, the plot, if you want, he's Bruce Locke, stars the Kerr and I. He's a Japanese karate man who moves to America and does punch fighting. Um, but what's funny is Matthias Hughes plays the character named Dark Tiger. Mm-hmm. So that's a bit odd. And then Zadar 
um, plays his trainer, Bruce Locke's trainer. So, and Timothy Bottoms hanging around. So, um, I do remember there's a very funny moment that I have no problem saying, which is, go right ahead. I believe someone gets kicked in the face or kicked in the head. Is that, um, no, which you wouldn't think is funny, and normally it's not, but in this movie. It really looks like someone was eating a jelly donut. And yes, was that from a <laughs> kick to the head? It was kicked to the yeah, basically. And we it, and this like jelly donut filling comes out of his mouth. Yeah, and it just looks bleh. really funny. Just, bleh, just it's like he was like pounding down Dunkin' Donuts, you know, d- jelly donuts, and that's what came out. And it just looks very funny. It's hilarious. I mean, we watched this on old uh, Netflix disc. That's how we yeah, got it. Which watch. you can't get today, I'm sure. I don't think so. And then. But there's still some funny parts to the movie. There are. Really bashing it, really. No, we've seen much, much, much worse. I think we were just disappointed because it didn't live up to the cast. The movie overall is not the worst we've seen. No, not at all. So, I mean, I'll mention some of the funny parts if you want to try to check this out. I mean, Zadar yells at Bruce Kernan, go to lunch! (laughs) I remember that now, yes. And then Timothy Bottoms, he he managed the wrestler named Mr. Mexico. So that's of kind of ridiculous. Does. It's like that's very silly. Well, George W. Bush did speak Spanish, I believe. So oh, he uh, did. Okay. Well, he yeah. lived near. <laughs> like, yeah. I think that might have been around the time he choked on a pretzel, almost died. <laughs> um, well, it was working about ninety nine. Oh, mean, maybe not. So maybe he was going to choke on a pretzel a couple years later. Yeah. So uh, it had his so... time. He's choking on a jelly donut. Yeah. <laughs> that is so weird that he almost died eating a Rolls Gold. You know, George yeah. W. Bush. <laughs> it's like. That would have been <laughs> something for presidential history, that's for sure. Like, <laughs> you know, people. I won't. Certain presidents have died by you know bullets. Yeah. But but this guy died by pretzel. Like, so, yeah, because like, that would be funny. Because sometimes yeah. they say cause of death. It'll be yeah. say like born 1931. Yeah. It died. You know, whatever of yeah. old age, cancer, yeah. or whatever. If that happened, it would have said like died, and then parentheses pretzel, pretzel. which would have looked absolutely <laughs> ridiculous in all the history books. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to laugh, but it would, it, it, it's funny. well. It didn't happen, so we can laugh. It happened. He, George W. Bush is alive and well. Yes, yeah, I'm sure he's chomping on pretzels so, right now yeah. while he watches his Chuck so. Norris. He's like, "Can we watch more Lone Wolf McQuaid?" We're not gonna just jump right into that. Oh, uh, Laura, because that's <laughs> one of these animals. So Lone Wolf McQuaid. Wow, what a transition! That's like yeah. one of your best. Oh, thank you. <laughs> right, so, but there's nothing more to say. About oh, uh, Lone Tiger. I about, mean, um, what we'll say Lone. about that is, well, if you can. Find it for cheap, like maybe a dollar. You'll probably laugh. Mm. Well, it does lead me to my next question. Like if we were at Goodwill and there was a copy of it, like on DVD, yeah. not tape, DVD, would you buy it? Yes, I would buy it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So there, well. there you go. All right. So moving on to Lone Wolf McQuaid. Well, it's a yeah, classic well, Chuck. I actually yeah. don't think this is one of Chuck's better movies. We gave but... it three stars because it has that kind of fun Chuck feel. Well, that's true. And it's kind of like a drive-in movie. So maybe yes, I'm wrong very. about that. But. Well, you're right. You know, we all know the plot of this, or do, or people who haven't seen this. J.J. McQuaid, a Texas mm-hmm. Ranger, played by the Chuckster, uh, and he's like named Lone Wolf for obvious reasons, <laughs> because he always gets the job done alone. Uh, alone. And then uh, David Carradine plays the villain named. His name is Raleigh Wilkes. The, mm-hmm. I don't remember that until I was reading it. It's uh, a good name for a bad guy. Because you could say his first name or last name as, like, fine. Like, Raleigh Wilkes! <laughs> well, who's in this? Stallone? Is he yeah. screaming the guy's name? <laughs> Chuck, Nor- Chuck Norris didn't really scream. 
ever. I've never seen him yell. I don't think he ever raised his voice above like a light whisper. I mean, he, <laughs> he, he, you know, he doesn't even project his voice, much less yell. So I don't and think he's going to be doing that. You got all of us hilarious non-walking in silent rage. <laughs> well, and non, well, emoting, I guess you'd yeah, say. He's emoting when, when that his, you know, his spoiler part, possible coming up. But, yeah. Uh, maybe his deputy might pass away and his, his emoting is uh, very powerful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, there's a love interest played by Barbara Carrera named Lola. But the, the stage is set for the ultimate showdown, the Quaid versus Wilkes. So who will get out on top? And then speaking of that, isn't this the one with like a really awesome scene where his like Jeep is like buried in the dirt and like you have a great he, memory. Yeah, he kind of like derives it out in this like this slow motion <laughs> Jeep rising from the ashes yeah. kind of moment. I think that's kind of the standout, right? Yeah, and this is a movie you watch. It's like people know of this movie, like Oh Lone Wolf by Quaid. You know, well, yeah, even, it's a very memorable name. Yeah, so it's a good Chuck movie, but it's, it's no Invasion USA. It's no, you know, The Hitman. No, those are two of Chuck's best. And Code of Silence. Code of Silence. Oh, I think those are like the three best Chucks, I think. I would totally agree with that. I love the hitman drop dead. It's like (laughs) so ridiculous. Is it directed by Steve Miner? Steve Carver. Steve Carver. Right. Also directed Bulletproof. You know, Gary Busey. And River of Death. Oh, yeah. And Train the Kill and Project Eliminator. So so Carver. Yeah, he had an amazing run in the eighties. I hate to say this, but another pun. I guess he carved out a great career. (laughs) You don't (laughs) hate to say that. You like saying that. Oh, I I know, but I can't help it. Okay, so okay, that was Lone Wolf McQuaid. I think you know most people have probably seen it. Yeah, they know it. So so now we're gonna go to Lionheart. Van Dam. Van Dam. So. Okay. Parking lot fighting. Is this a movie that kind of pioneered parking lot fighting? Or (laughs) so you never see people fight in the parking lot anymore. You know, it's like. I know. You it's also the, sanitized and staged. Know, you know, but now, exactly. I want to see people fight at the back of an Applebee's or a right, McDonald's. Or, or, or like a parking structure, like in this movie. Something. You it's know. like. Or alley fights, like in uh, Full Contact. You know, that's their, that movie's version of punch fighting. They call them alley fights, you know, because yeah. not everyone can come up with brilliant terminology like punch fighting like we'd have. <laughs> punch um, fighting. And so there's some, definitely some good meatheads in that movie, by the way. Full Contact. Yes, and I think Lionheart has no shortage of meatheads, from what I remember. Well, I have to say, we did not like this movie too well. We gave it two stars, and it's deserved, because it's kind of a weak Van Damme movie. Yeah, it's, so, it's a, kind of like an in-between Van Damme movie. You know, it's That's a good point. It's you know, not as good it, as the earlier ones, not as good as some of the ones that came along. It's sort of like slotting in to fill time. Yeah, <laughs> this is a, yeah, this is a filler Van Damme movie. Kind of like Nowhere to Run. Oh, yeah. that I think that's one of his worst movies. Yeah, it is. Besides but, um, Derailed or what's the other one? Yeah, but that's Desert after TV. he got to like DTV. I'm, this yeah. is like when his movies went to the theater. Nowhere to Run is a very disappointing movie. And uh, we all know why. We'll just say yeah. it, the ending. Yeah, so, ending sucks. Yeah, um, sucks. But the plot <laughs> of Lionheart, people haven't seen this, is Lion Gaultier uh, <laughs> is a <laughs> stop there. He's a member of the French Foreign Legion serving in North Africa. When he receives word his brother is in trouble, he asks for some time off, but his superiors say no, so he deserts the desert. He stows away on a ship and ends up in New York City, which might be New York City this time, not Canada. And then, um, but the problem is he needs to go to L.A. <laughs> so, so because of that, he does these uh, punch fighting matches in the uh, parking lots. 
and then he meets Eldridge, a small-time promoter. Uh, and he's played by Harrison Page. So, hmm. I think we've seen him in other things, Harrison Page. He's an African-American gentleman. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Marcus Aurelius in Full yes. Contact. Yeah. Or Punchy uh, Edward Albert. Well, I mean, he's not African-American, yeah. but he's sort of yeah. like the guy he, you know, the puncher runs into that helps him out, yeah. you know. And then Brian Thompson plays the villain, or right. Yahoots Magundi. <laughs> yeah. So, that's a great name. It's kind of like Yahoo Serious. <laughs> um, okay, so it's funny because <laughs> there's a part where Van Damme's like wearing like this skin tight black wrestling singlet. So it's like, this, okay, this is ridiculous. He's <laughs> like doing the splits. It's like, wow, okay. <laughs> well, that was required at the time. Yeah. Um, and there's some classic 80s style music and saxophone. Oh. Um, there's a song called No Mercy by Bill Ray. It's very AOR. Oh. Right up Do my alley. Um, I, not from you saying it, but I know I've heard that song. Like even outside oh. of watching the movie, I'm pretty sure I've heard that. And what do you remember? Did you, you didn't like this either, right? I no, mean, I feel exactly the same way as you. I, yeah. I, I think I kind of made my feelings clear on Lionheart just now. I, it's like a filler type movie, but uh, yeah. I mean, it does have its good points. Like um, it it's Van not a total Damme. waste. It has Van Damme. It has a Bill Ray song. It has um, silliness. It has Brian Thompson. I mean, there the, some ingredients are there. I mean, again, don't mean to be too whole, negative. No, the overall was just a little bit weak. I mean, to me, it was like a movie on a screen. Yeah, and that's what it is. We're going to go to this. I guess this counts, which would be Ring of Fire 3 Lion Strike. Sure, sure. Yeah. Hey, directed by our buddy, Rick Jacobson. That's why Rick I meant. Jacobson. Yeah. yeah. Full contact, our our new hero. So. Well, because he also dra- choreographed fights, right? Yes, like he, that's, he's in the credits of that. Yeah. In the full contact. And probably some of the others, too. But yeah, th- it, now this is I know I've mentioned this before, but this okay. is one of the Don the Dragon movies where he's walking around shirtless the entire movie, right? No, that's that's um, Ring of Fire Two, Blood and oh. Steel. I always this get one, that wrong. I just found that so funny and ridiculous. I just it stuck in my mind. But there is a standout moment in the movie, which I will mention shortly. But the plot is Doctor Johnny Wu is back, and he's fighting the classic bad guys. Um, and the beginning's amazing. It's just like oh. twenty-five minutes of action. Yes, you are. Uh, yes, are you about to say what I'm saying? <laughs> Win Irwin? Or, or or no 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 oh. sorry. <laughs> Hold on. No, wait, wait, wait. It's a Win Irwin type. It's an yes. old man, an yep. elderly man. Yes. <laughs> in a helicopter with a machine gun, screaming and laughing as he shoots well, people from the machine gun. I don't remember gun, the from screaming. The Wasn't he um, screaming? I mean, most people scream while they shoot machine guns. Yeah, Maybe I'm just filling that in in my own mind. But I, fine, it's an old guy with yeah. a machine gun, which you don't see every yes. day. No, and he's shooting at Johnny Wu, and then he something happens to that man. And it's just like... <laughs> It's a killer opening. I mean, killer. It's amazing. And then he kind of goes opening. into uh, the forest for a little bit. Gets a little sloggy. But it's overall good because he got down to Jack and Wilson. And he's always fun. Yes. And that opening is slam bang for sure. Yeah, fantastic. And our buddy Connoisseur uh, let me hot link that picture of him with the Uzi. So, oh, okay. So thanks, buddy. He knows. But that was great. That was a great. I mean, if you don't get hooked in after that, then you know what's wrong with you. But you're right. It does. I yeah. mean, it, no, it can't keep up that high level of adrenaline. No, it can't. But, but it's, no it's, movie it's, could, you know. But overall, it's a good sequel. You know, most of the Ring of Fire movies are pretty decent. They are. I think it got better. I think the third one might be the best one. I think Ring of Fire one's kind of slow going because it's like a Romeo and Juliet-esque story. Yes, but Maria Ford is yeah. really looking 
<laughs> pretty good in that movie. Yeah. I think it's one of her best movies where she looks her best, I think. Now, I still recommend it. I mean, oh, I almost forgot. There's American Tigers. I mean, um Oh, wait, so we're done with uh, Oh, Ring of Fire 3. Yes. Uh I'd recommend it. It's, you know, if you want to keep watching some Don and Dragon Wilson, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Um, and and it does have a great beginning and other good things about it, but yeah. I mean, like I said, you can't hope to keep that momentum going from the beginning, but it's still worth checking out. I would check it out, yeah. And, and Ring of Fire 2 is funny because it's just shirtless. Uh, Don shirtless the whole time. He's fighting some goons, you know. But it's uh, not, you know, uh, it's not relevant to today's subject. No. So I'm going to go to the next movie. We're going to go to a couple dramas, so I go back mm. to the action. So we're going to start with, <laughs> why is it on the site, really? Which is The Hawk is Dying. Probably should have started with this. Never seen uh, that. It's a drama of Paul Giamatti. Um, it's a movie you watch when you're like searching around streaming nowadays. It's like, oh, okay, Paul Giamatti is in this, like, the plot of the movie, because I needed stuff at the time, is, I lost the plot. <laughs> okay. George Gatling has a boring life as an auto upholster upholster his hobby is training hawks but most of his hawks die of starvation when he finds another one his goal is not to make it starve and get the respect of his family that's it. so it's like why okay. did i post this movie i don't know um it's just that i just needed material it's like sometimes there's some dramas on the site you know like this one or like love chronicles or mm-hmm. roe versus wade or okay. it's a drama. <laughs> there's a couple but, of dramas on there that are kind of inexplicable but um, yeah yeah, I mean, well, okay. So, would you recommend this movie? I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, it's a movie you watch in the library because it's like the library movie or like a deep streaming. It's like, all right, I'll watch a Paul Giamatti movie. Hawk is dying. I don't really heard of it. I'll check it out. It's like it's like a low key kind of movie. And okay. the other title that's a drama that has this, uh, animal is Animal Two. Well, it's kind of a drama. It's more of a they turn it into a punch fighter. Ving Rhames. Yeah, haven't seen that one either. Well, Animal One is pretty good. It's, it's like a prison drama. It's uh, Ving Rhames and Terrence Howard. And oh, Chad Palminteri. It's from the director of Edison Force, which is a great movie. Mm. <laughs> now, that's a movie that's almost like Righteous Kill. It's from the makers of Righteous Kill. So. Oh. <laughs> what is Force? Edison Force? Yeah. Oh. You've, you've seen that classic? Of course. Yes, I have. But, you know, we're here today to talk about animals. So yeah, we'll let's... go right to the, go back to Animal too. So Animal 1, good drama. Animal 2, they just, they kind of ramped up some of the punching, but there's still some drama to it. Um, so he, James Animal Allen is back in jail for a crime he didn't commit. And then he just fights you know, his way to freedom. It's kind of like Death Warren, but maybe just more serious. Um, let's see. I said that the movie is a little repetitive, obviously. It just has the same kind of rap music over and over again. <laughs> I don't remember the songs. So it's like, but it says that they could make an Animal 3. <laughs> um, see, there's a movie called Caged Animal, but it's not a sequel to Animal. And it also has Ving Rhames. See, isn't that confusing? And isn't there also a movie called Animal Factory? Yes, that's a prison drama with Willem Dafoe and Edward Furlong and Mickey Rourke. And I think Tom Arnold has, like, he's, like, kind of a pedophile in it. So... So, so it's another prison drama with the word yeah. animal in it. Exactly, yeah. It's a good movie. Have you never seen that? No. It's a, it's a good movie. I mean, you have to be up for, you have to be, kind of be up for it. And there's some intense I mean, prison, prison moments. Prison is prison related stuff is not really my favorite. 
I mean, mm. I, I do. I've like, seen like, plenty like, of them, but uh, yeah. I don't know. Like you said, they get kind of repetitive. There's one location, and it's usually kind of dingy. And um, I mean, they, they've there's been some good ones, definitely, but uh, well, not my favorite genre. You know, it's gonna sound silly to say, but there's I like Action Prison. You know, it's like no, you I get, get it. Like you Death get, like, Warrant. Death Warrant or Hard Justice. You know, don't forget he's in jail a good portion of the movie. Right. Even though talk about movies with an amazing beginning. I mean, <laughs> that's the ultimate. I know. But I know we uh, talked about that in the yeah, Paris we've the course where we've Paris is yeah no Paris Paris stuck. He's like put into the movie. He's like <laughs> he's like kind of like spliced in. This is kind of funny. Um. So let me get the dramas out of the way. So the next movie is I lost it. Oh, Day of the Panther. So, oh, so well, that's not a drama, isn't that a Jason Blade? Uh, no, I said no, no, we're done with the, oh, we're done with the drama. Now back oh, to okay. action. So now yeah. we're on to Jason Blade. Yes. Which is a two movie. I guess it's not a trilogy. It would be a, uh, what do you Duology. call it? two? Movie. <laughs> do sure. Um, with uh, Day of the Panther and Fist of Blood. Fist of Blood so, is that awesome cover? <laughs> yeah, amazing Blade. VHS box art. Yeah. So Jason Blade, uh. Are, he's a member of a secret warrior clan known as the Panthers, and he has to track down the dastardly Damien Zucor. Oh, that Zucor is really evil. He's in the racketeering and drugs and other nefarious activities. But he didn't count on one thing. Jason Blade. So, and he also has to go after uh, his number two man named Baxter. Do you remember Baxter? <laughs> And now that you say it, I remember yeah. there was a guy named Baxter that he had to like beat. But uh, I, I, my memory of the Jason Blade movies is nothing but positive. I think they're Absolutely. very. Absolutely, we give it three stars or more. They're a lot of fun. Um, Brian Trenchard Smith directed them both. They're both, you know, uh, have that sort of ingenuity uh, that Trenchard Smith brings to the proceedings, and um, you know they're shot in Australia, so they have this really beautiful Australian scenery. And um, there's funny things that happen. There's fighting, and, and the second one, there are these guys in like Jason masks or hockey masks. Yeah, that masks. was cool. Yeah. Um, not Jason Blade masks. No, not, you're right. right. <laughs> well, the name Jason was very big at the time. Yeah. And um, there's like a funny scene in like a gym, like a workout gym. Yes, good memory. Yeah. Um, and, it's it has what you want yes, when you want to watch these kind of fighting movies. So, I yeah, definitely I mean, recommend those. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go to the next movie now, which is Battle Rats. And we posted this in 2015. It's from 1990. Do you remember this movie? Uh, it's it's an <laughs> Italian exploding hotter. Yes. Do you know who the main character is? The actor or the character? The, the actor. Ooh. Battle. It's a cool name. Yeah. Oh, is it Romano Kristoff? So close. It is Corwin Sperry. Oh, Corwin Sperry. And he plays real American badass Captain <laughs> Rosenblatt. Right. Who is the ultimate <laughs> badass hard ass. And yes. corrals the best man you can find to become tunnel rats. So that's a tough job. <laughs> oh, my God. From what I've heard. Yeah, that's yeah. Like the hardest job in the military. Cause like, oh, my goodness. It's a, you know, someone shoots a bullet and it just destroys your ears um, because they're echoing. And right um, there. yeah. And, and for a million other reasons, too. So, yeah. But I remember that Corin Sperry character is like really great. He's always screaming at everyone and he's angry it's all the time. Very Warbeck. Very. um. Who am I thinking of? Uh, who's yelling? Oh, oh, uh, oh Craig Allen. Brown. Craig, thank oh. you, Craig Allen, not Red Brown. Craig Allen. No, well, right. yeah, but th- you know, there's yeah. a bit of Red Brown there, but he looks kind of more like um, 
Dick Buckkiss or something, right? Yeah, I he mean, does. Um, and there's a mustache, right? That, I don't remember him with a mustache. Uh, I could be wrong. I, I definitely so, remember a mustache. So the plot is that, you know, besides becoming, you know, getting a team of you know, hard asses to become battle right. rats, he also has to fight the baddie of baddies, Commander Van Dram. Not John Claude Van Damme. Van <laughs> John Claude Dram. Van Dram. Yeah. <laughs> I am John Claude Van Dram. <laughs> which is funny because this movie came out in 1990. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, which means the name Van Damme was very much around. You know, it's not, I, I don't oh, know if yeah. it's a coincidence. It's That's a name that was, you know, in the zeitgeist, as they say. So we'd recommend this movie. It's not as good as Phantom Soldiers or. No. You know, Another movie of the great beginning. And of course, Commander. With no, Craig nothing compares to Commander. Nothing. That's the maybe the best movie ever <laughs> on the website. Yeah, <laughs> on the website well, or and ever. Uh, maybe ever. I just if you like stuff blowing up, then yeah. it, it might and become your I. favorite movie. Um, so this is a good one. If you like these Italian exploring huts again, I it's it's pretty good. I mean, I'm trying to remember. It's a little repetitive, I guess, or it's not very memorable, but still fun to watch. Does that make sense? So. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember there being a ton of depth to the movie, but no. there's there's other things that can recommend it, mainly the Corwin Sperry character. Yeah. Yes. So we're almost done. We got a couple more movies. We have uh, War Dogs. So Oh, that's a great movie. Very yeah. underrated. Here's a movie Vinegar Syndrome should really be oh, releasing. Oh, my goodness. Right away. I mean. I want to see that under secret releases, man. Oh, that would be something else i do i'd be that'd be a day one purchase for me yeah 1986 um, war dogs the assassination team oh, what a so, movie i mean what a movie this yeah. is like it's like a kind of a low budget labor of love type of yeah. movie you know i think it's is it swedish um, yeah swedish it's like these vietnam vets are kind of uh you know brainwashed by people i don't want to get away too much but the beginning is very intense you don't you can't ever do it ever again yeah. <laughs> so, that's all I'll say. And but it has this really kind of uh, yeah intense feel. It's pretty does. much throughout the whole movie. Yeah, it, it, the whole movie is just intense to watch. It's like it's an, I won't say scary, but it's like wow, this is really going for it. Yeah, know? no, there's there's some horror elements to it. Absolutely, I mean, especially it's not movie. a horror movie, but there's no. some horrific stuff that goes on. Um, it has that eight. It's very eighties. It's very yes. European. All the stuff I like. You know, the oh, more I mean, European like and yeah, I mean, the, like, the oh, more I European, the, <laughs> the more <laughs> European, the more eighties, uh, the more I like it. So that like, this fits no into one, that. And no one ever says, "Oh, I love the quick cuts of today." You know, no, yeah, like, <laughs> that's that's a good point. No one says that. Yeah, I've never heard anyone say that. Or that blue filter, or whatever it is. Oh, the cold case uh, look. <laughs> or in the kind of the early 2000s, where everything yes. was like pale green and blue. Yeah, yeah no one, no one likes I mean, that. I mean, you know what's really weird about cold case is that I was I recorded it on TNT the other day, and they did something to the recording, which is uh, they sped up all the music. Sped so, up? Because they have all this like uh, like classic movie music, or you know, classic tunes. You know, like and they probably cost a lot of money to license. But right. on the TNT versions, they're really they're really fast. Like, uh, I think there there's a part in like in the 70s they're going back to. It's like, do you remember remember the time? Yeah, you know, usually <laughs> that's like, so they're usually just sing it like in a slow way as usually do. But in TNT, it's like, do you remember the time? You remember? It's like, <laughs> so maybe like, if they speed it up, they don't have to yeah. pay like as much royalties or that's something. What I was thinking because I I taped it and then um 
I checked it on a different stream. I think it was whoever they have on Roku channel. It was fine. It was like so a normal song. It's like they did something. So so September was not so Septembery on the uh, <laughs> on the TNT version. No, it was not. So I just deleted all my recordings. It, it, but it was going so fast. It was almost October. I mean, yeah, yeah. Was... <laughs> it's almost November now. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. That's interesting. You know that yeah. that maybe that's some sort of workaround where they don't have to like pay as much. Because why else I, would they do that? I can't think just, of any reason. And they play the episodes at 4 a.m. So check your local listings. But it's just like. <laughs> okay. Well, that's an interesting program. observation. Yeah. Cold case. Have you ever seen any? You know. No. Well, I mean, I, I, I only know from like commercials or maybe seen clips on the soup where it's all green and blue like that. But, <laughs> and well, there was wasn't there some funny that, thing from yes, the soup? There, what was that? Yeah. It was a guy dancing to, I'm free, you know. <laughs> He's like, yeah, in a, he's like in a grocery store dancing, yes. putting milk away. I think that's the like, only scene from Cold Case I've ever seen. Because <laughs> I've never seen the show, but I've seen that. So I mean, obviously it depends on the episode, you know. But I, right, I like getting, to kind of go yeah. back in time, you know. And, well, not back in well, time. Don't be but, you know, but yeah, we all want to go back in time. So we have just a couple more. I mean, hopefully this one, this one's more of a silly one. This really counts. <laughs> Which would be what U.S. Seals. So it's like. <laughs> Um, Does that not count? <laughs> I mean, the seal is not actual seals like shooting people and stuff, like actual it, the animal. That would be something if they made a movie about that. Sounds that, like a sci-fi movie or something. Yeah, like Sharknado or yeah, you know, one of those like ghost sharks would be like ghost seals. You know, it's like they have like sunglasses. <laughs> maybe they're getting too off the beaten track there. So well, maybe Andre is angry. <laughs> I remember liking Andre, but I also got mixed up with Monkey Trouble and, you know, sure. uh, Fluke, you know. Yeah, Polly. Um, Polly. I didn't see that one, but I think it's what? It's Jay Moore playing Buddy Hackett as a parrot. So it's like. <laughs> uh, who writes this stuff? Oh, uh, Ed. Remember Ed? Ed. He was a oh, yeah, Ed. that played baseball. Um, <laughs> I think it went I to never the theater, it, which it, it wouldn't in five million years these days. See, because back in the 90s. These people from Friends, they those movies went to the theaters. Like, who's gonna be the first friend Kevin to make a movie? Right. It's like, that was we like had fool, we had Fools Rush In. We had. Um, <laughs> what was the other one? There's Paul Bearer. Right, Paul uh, Bearer. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to make some other ones. Top of my head. Did Lisa Kud- Did Lisa yeah. Kudrow have one? Did, what was her? I can't think of a Kudrow. Uh, I don't think so. Right. I mean, well, I think. I don't know. Or Jennifer Aniston. I'm trying to think of other. She had a bunch of movies, but I don't know. Yeah. Did Kudrow never had any high profile ones, I think. No, I think. no. I, I'm indifferent to uh, Lisa Kudrow, but I, maybe she could be an action star. Like, hmm. We'll have to work on this. Maybe the Friends yeah. cast. I mean. yeah. <laughs> well, the closest. I think Matt LeBlanc wants to be one. You know? I think he wants to be tough. Yeah. yeah. But Matt Perry probably wants to be tough too. Oh yeah, Perry. Yeah. Oh, what was the Perry movie? Um Well that was Fool's Rush In. Well Fool's, yeah, which I I think I saw it uh, really? a long time ago. I haven't happened. seen any yeah, I haven't seen any of these movies and I've never seen a full episode of Friends. So I'm no, I never not, seen any I think I almost saw almost two thirds of a Friends. Oh. Uh, I was watching it with our sister and they were like at a dance party or something. It was really <laughs> annoying. It's like, well, what am I what am I doing? And it's like um okay so oh you seals do you want to talk about your seals i guess this well, is well i just more kind of we're not really talking one. about seals as we've no. clearly established but no. you know if you want to say something about it no. sure well i mean the classic goofy new image movie u.s seals 2 is better 
uh, or remember U.S. Seals Three Operation Frogman Stormbringer. <laughs> uh, which of these is Isaac Florentine involved in? That is part any? two. Part two. So that is isn't that the best one? That's the best one because it has an amazing uh, ending for a certain for a certain certain villain. If you remember, mm. you know, it's like Damien Chapa plays the villain. I won't give it away, but let's just say it's pretty wacky. And it's like, okay, it was kind of funny. You know, you can't help but enjoy it. So uh, if you're going to see one U.S. Seals movie, see part yeah, two. Absolutely. So we just a few more. We have, um, let me try to think what's a good one. Okay, we have the Snake Eater series. Oh, yes. So, so we have that. And then we're not gonna, I'm not going to do Black Eel or Black Cobra because we talked about that in the uh, Black uh black tie affair episode right so, okay and you know you know classic freds you know classic van damme oh not really <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> but yeah but essentially they are they're like video store movies we've talked about them before uh, if you want to know oh. more go back to that episode yes so, also oh, there's also yeah. the breed uh it's about the evil dog movie with michelle rodriguez i've never so, seen it it's a it's straight to video movie but you almost like it it's really close but it's, all the teens are kind of annoying so it's like it's like you know man eating dogs you don't really care mm-hmm. yeah you know we've so, seen it before uh rottweiler man well yeah man best friend <laughs> yeah, it's about, yeah it's getting to the dog uh, portion of dogs yeah, ro- yeah, uh, dogs rottweiler. of hell it talks um, of hell dogs of war but we don't have that movie. yeah oh. like, but yeah rottweiler that's a, that's reviewed on the site by the way yeah, I think it's one of these old reviews. You know, it has that amazing chicken reaction shot. Yes, that is, the, and it, so. in the brief appearance by Paul Nashi. Those are probably yes. the two best parts of the movie. Um, overall, it's stupid fun. So that's a quick Rottweiler one. So, but we'll just talk about Snake Eater one through three for a little bit, and then we'll do the are last we, one. Okay. So, okay, so Snake Eater one. Okay. <laughs> well, this is a trilogy of movies with Lorenzo yes. Lamas playing. Yeah. A certain uh, what's his name? Soldier, uh, Soldier Boy. <laughs> no, I just what? I know his name. All right, so. so I just so what is it? What's the first? The first one just called Snake Eater. So yes, Jack happens? Soldier Kelly. So right. he's an ex-marine, part of the elite and destroy unit dubbed Snake Eaters, who now works as an undercover cop in a big city that might be Canada. Mm. He has unorthodox ways and a flippant attitude, who that really annoy all of his coworkers. <laughs> and then. Um, there's, a, there's some evil rednecks he has to beat up. That's basically about it. He has a boater cycle. It's a <laughs> yes. picture of a boat and a motorcycle. It's very Lamas, very Renegade. You know, because this came out in 1989. So Renegade hasn't started yet, but it was getting there. But I think so. people probably saw this and said, hey, you know, this has potential to be yeah. a syndicated TV show. So let's make Snake Eater basically a show and call it Renegade. Yeah. And then um, Ron Palillo also co-starred in this Torchy when there's like evil or ar- goofy arsonist ar- guy didn't he beat up um screech in uh celebrity boxing i i don't remember who beat up who but they were both in celebrity boxing and um ron Plillo is sort of a local hero because he i believe he's passed away but when he was alive he lived kind of near here um but he plays like the wacky comic relief. Yeah, comic quotes. relief. Yeah, comic relief. Like tor- uh, torchy guy torches building. Like, oh, I'm gonna torture the building, Soldier Kelly. Oh, and just like. Okay. And then Soldier Kelly's kind of like the tough guy who kind of rolls his eyes at Torchy. Yeah, Snake Eater One is a bit weak. I mean, nothing really happens. I think I think we said Radical Jack is kind of better than Snake Eater One. <laughs> People have seen Radical Jack as uh, <laughs> I can't say about laughing. 
So Billy Ray Cyrus as an action hero. Yeah. So, so at least we got that. We're lucky to have it. So. Um, yeah, I think from what I remember, Snake Eater is kind of long. Like it's too long. It's a little so. long. Um, yeah, there's a scene said, with was it Bam Bam Bigelow or? Uh, oh no, we'll get to that. Um, that's part three, by the way. Oh. So this part one is a guy who looks like a doozer from Fraggle Rock. Hmm. So. A human being. Oh. A human being looks like a doozer. It's just oh. like, is it dozer or doozer? I think it's doozer. Oh, okay. <laughs> the song is very catchy, the Fraggle Rock, which I will not sing. Okay, because thank it, you. <laughs> yes, but just, you know, you'll worry for another day. So we'll go <laughs> to the, uh, <laughs> that is so catchy. I think that great song. I, I don't know, but, uh, all right. So is that all we have to say about Snake Eater? Snake Eater 1, I would kind of skip it. It's kind of a lesser llamas. Okay, but um, things improve with Snake Eater 2. 2, mm-hmm. the drug buster, because it has Lando Lamas and Larry B. Scott as <laughs> as a speedboat. So not motorcycle, speedboat. <laughs> so we went from motorcycle to speedboat, which normally yeah. would be a step down, but in this case, it's a step up. So we called it, it's one flew over the Snake Eater's Nest, because <laughs> basically it's this Lamas a mental institution for a good portion of the movie. I'd say 60, maybe 50, 60%, really high amount. Hmm. That so, doesn't seem like something I would like. We like this. No, we give it two stars, but it has oh. like it has the you know, it's the llamas is still kind of you know likable, you know. Yeah, and speedboat. Yeah. So with those two people, it helps. And that's not from, to be confused with tugboat from Diamond Cartel. Yes, tugboat played by uh, well Peter O'Toole of some reason. <laughs> also, well, the plot of Snake Eater Two is that he's, you know Soldier Kelly is stuck in a mental institution, but there's also mobsters after him to be one of the plot. So, and there's mm. a bunch of uh, street thugs, and there's like a new drugs, lace of poison, and uh, that's really about it. But it's mostly it's like the dream team meets Snake Eater, you know, and one flow with consciousness. <laughs> that's fun. So, um, let me think of anything else I can say about here. <laughs> okay, so here's what we say. It's kind of a funny way of putting it, but it, the movie's like stirring some Metamucil in a glass of water. Instead of cohesively gelling, it remains a bunch of chunks. So, and it's it's a laction movie too. All right, so. laction. That's another one of our terms. Yeah. Um, and Kinmont is in it, Kathleen Kinmont, but she does nothing. Yeah, I mean, so, she's Mrs. Lamas, right? Yeah, <laughs> yes, Mrs. Lamas. Leave it to Lamas. Never watched it. Um, not that I don't care, just I don't really want to do this searching of finding it. You know. But let's end on the classic Lamas with the Snake Eater Three, his law from 1992. So, now this is when things really went kind of more nutty in the way we like it, right? Yeah, and, this um, is fun. This is really really fun because it's, it's Lamas versus Evil Biker Gang, and it's run by Scott Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> right, Scott. <laughs> he doesn't look like a Scott to me. No, nope, I don't he's know. Scott, he's Scott Bigelow, and he's great. And he just he's just so like not uh, like goofy and like kind of like. It's, you have to see this guy. It is like, <laughs> I, it's perfect. He's he's really perfect as the he's bad guy. He's perfect in it. He's perfect. Um, <laughs> it has what you want. It has the blobs. Has the white yelling chief. This is the movie that one and two should have been. Really. Right. Well, at least they uh, finally got it right. You know, third time's a charm. Yeah, this is a third time's a charm kind of movie. Like, oh, this is pretty good actually. I rewatched it about two years ago. Like, this is fun. This is goofy because it's it very renegade. It holds yeah. up well. It's like a a special renegade episode kind of. But even better, it sounds like. And what's also really weird is that this is based on a novel. 
The thing what? here called the Rafferty's Rules. Okay. This gets into that weird piece of trivia with that Gary Daniels movie. Yes, uh, Hawk's Vengeance. Um, and that should be on there. But it's like... <laughs> well, I'm glad I mentioned it because yeah, there's this weird thing where... Okay, maybe this has something to do with the novel or series. I'm not, uh, I'm not sure, so. but where Gary Daniels is his brother and he and and in this other kind of alternate scenario uh soldier kelly dies yeah um, that that's weird maybe they just couldn't get llamas back it's really like, weird yeah it's just it's almost it's, completely unconnected but it's not it's like it's really weird i kind of forgot about hawks vengeance for a second so thanks for reminding me of that how dare you in 1996 yeah. he plays eric hawk kelly he's a british cop because it's a stepbrother <laughs> right okay he's he's soldier kelly's uh stepbrother so um that's not a great movie so we it's a weak daniels so we're on the last movie which is a classic which it oh no well actually this cue the wink serpent um oh that's on the website yeah it is it's one of these old reviews uh you can't go wrong with Larry Cohen. No, it's great. I rewatched yeah. that not long ago, and it's yeah. a lot of fun. It definitely yeah, Michael, uh, yeah, is that a winner. Did I, I cut you off? No, no. I'm just saying it's a oh. winner of a movie. It's all just so much fun. The one that's really good in that, of course, is Michael Moriarty. Yes, of course. Uh, He's good in pretty much everything. Yeah. But I just yeah. I love him in Law and Order as yeah. Ben Stone. It's like he just gets mad. It's like, sir, I'm going to prosecute prosecute you, sir. It's just like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, you know, it, it, you know, you got to be polite even to the baddies. And when I first watched Cuto Wing Serpent, like, this is a weird movie because it's Michael Marley being really goofy. He's like, yeah, he is. Kind of, yeah. And I thought that's wacky. I like this guy because I was, I was just starting off watching these Marley movies. And it wasn't that long until you watched Bloodlink. Right? Yeah, it was right around the same time frame. So I was like, I love Bloodlink. Very underrated Marley. An underrated movie. I, oh, how yeah, about absolutely. that for a, a re-release of Blu-ray? That would be great. I'm surprised that's not on there yet. On a Blu-ray site like a I, Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah, I don't think it is. I could quickly check, but um. Yeah, but Kino Wing Serpent is just—it's pure fun. You, know, you can't help but enjoy it. Very goofy, and uh, but we'll get to the last movie. No, and at least in the U.S., there is no Blood Link uh, Blu-ray uh, as of this recording. So Vinegar Syndrome, that'd be perfect because it's Italian director. Is it Alberto DiMartino? I think. Yes, or? it is. Yeah. So come on, let's go. Let's let's do that. <laughs> yeah. What, what's the holdup? You know, it's probably yeah. rights issues. Kind of like yeah, it's got to be rights. episodes. <laughs> yeah, they need to speed up the songs or something. So <laughs> they're a cute song. Yeah. Uh, well, I meant the, in Bloodlink, but oh, Bloodlink. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so we're, uh, we're on the last, the last movie. movie. Wow. Yes, we are. Okay. It's also stars David Carradine. And I wonder if you can uh, guess what movie I'm saying at last. As David Carradine. And, you know, our subject today is about animals. Animals. <laughs> is it a Vietnam? No, it's Animal Protector from 1989. Oh, well. So, speaking of Swedish. Things, yeah, Matt Helge. Yeah, the great Matt Helge. Uh, go ahead. This is... Uh, Vinegar Syndrome should do like a Matt's Held collection. Why they, not? They put all these movies together. Because um, the name Matt's Held needs to be more well known in America. 
I don't know if he's more well-known other places. I assume he's well-known in Sweden. Maybe not. I don't know if Swedish listeners maybe could tell us. But we we need a Matt's Held's, like, renaissance in this country. I mean, we we just have to. I, I, like, one million percent agree. And maybe because Vinegar Syndrome has all, like, all the, you know, vault stuff, they can get the uncut version of the Ninja Mission, which I would love to see. I know it's supposed to be kind of dark-looking anyway, the uncut version. Well, you know, with all the technology they have these days, maybe they could fix that. That would be great. And then let's not forget this amazing cast for Animal Protector. You know, you got David Carradine, you got A.R. Hellquist. Yeah. And you got Timothy Earl from War Dogs. Oh. uh, Camilla London. And, of course, Frederick Offren, a.k.a. Kenny Rogers. Yes. So (laughs) So this is kind of like the the Matt's held stock company, all his best people. And, you know, he's the guy behind the Swedish action film force. I, I thank you for saying that because uh, I didn't remember. And um, that's, you know, his kind of, I guess you'd call it his production company. And, um, and you know, Animal Protector never got a release here. Um, no, it, I think it's no one of his lesser seen movies. And that's saying something because, you know, most of his movies are lesser seen. But that's this is the lesser scene of the lesser scene. But, you know, it has Carradine and I guess Carradine went to Sweden and did this and another held. What was it? Fatal Secret? Oh. I think so, right? So uh, if it's like a you know politician or something. I think it's called Fatal Secret. Oh. I could be wrong. I feel like he did this and another movie kind of like back to back, I think okay. in Sweden. Yes. Um because remember one, he has like kind of a small role in one, he's like the main bad guy. Yes. Um this but anyway. the main bad guy in this, which he plays Colonel Whitlock and um What's the plot of this thing? So, yeah, there's some uh, animal rights activists that are kind of kidnapped on this island. And then um, A.R. Hellquist is uh, going to break them out. A.R. Hellquist looks just like Kurt Russell. It looks a lot like Kurt Russell. Yeah. And, but he has kind of like the physique of, like, Stallone. Yeah. So so it's like Tango and Cash. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you could take Tango and Cash and kind of mash them into one person. Yep. That's that, A.R. Hellquist. Yeah. And what a name. Do, do you wish your name was Ty Hellquist? Yes. Do you want, well, then you'll be Brett Hellquist. Oh, so if you change your name to Hellquist, then automatically <laughs> I become Hellquist? I guess so, yeah. I, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> what was the name you wanted before? Was it Ty Slaughter? Ty Slaughter. I know you want Ty Slaughter. Slaughter. Yeah, Brett Slaughter. Um, I thought there was another one we mentioned before. that. Um, well, anyway, I can't remember. I think I don't remember now. But, but anyway, these, these other great names I know you want they are Hellquist or just Hellquist would be one. So, of, of course, you'd be T.G. Hellquist. Yeah, T.G. Hellquist. Yeah, I mean, T- that's still good. It's like, <laughs> so, like I, Hellquist. It's like a questing your, you know, you quest your first somehow. It's like, I don't know <laughs> it's not Hellquench. <laughs> Hellquench. I don't know why I think of Hellquench. Hellquench. I know but, you come uh, up with this stuff. You know, the plot is very ridiculous, you know, but if you could find this on, we watch this on YouTube. That's so the only way to on watch it. it. Yeah, I know. We have to, we have to sign in because there's adult content somewhat. So sign in today and watch Animal <laughs> Protector. Hopefully uh, it's still yeah. there. Yeah, it has that kind of made in Sweden charm. It's a lot of action. You, It's goofy fun. And then the last thing is um, 
the music by Doe Anderson, but it's I think his name is Doug Anderson. There is a type. <laughs> yeah, but with an H, because if you add an H to to Doug, it becomes Doe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this might be uh I don't know if that's his real name or if that's like some sort of typo or you know like a lost in translation kind of thing. But yeah, Doe, and I think Anderson is spelled with a Z, yes. right? Yes, it is. Yeah. So it looks right. like a Doug Anderson is just spelled wrong. Yes. Yeah. Becomes no, Doe Anderson. Absolutely right. You have excellent memory. Well, and, I'm an expert in all things Doe Anderson. So that's the last movie. Um, well, ending on a bang. I had to, you know, once I was doing the research. So, so I guess, start strong and strong, I guess. That's how you do it. So I guess we'll, you know, say our pluggos. So our <laughs> pluggos are, I know, shoot up the pluggos. But, <laughs> which is uh, comeupsviews.net is the website. And we have this podcast which is on everywhere you can listen to a podcast. <laughs> I think so. I think that's right. Um, yeah. But certainly on iTunes. So People usually know. listen on iTunes. I've heard people listen on Spotify. Like oh, yeah. So. Yeah, people listen on Spotify. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. And um, you have some social media things. Oh, yes. Uh, Ty, come up. It's on Twitter, but no one really messages me there. If you want to message me, I'm uh, Instagram, Ty Action Rocks, which I posted Night of the Sharks today. Oh, so. So, Where's Anthony? One. Shout out to Anthony. Shout out to Anthony. Yeah, I think he even messaged me this uh, morning about it. <laughs> oh, good. So, he said he... everyone's got a Dio Squally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a big Nati Deli Squally fan. Yeah, I see. He said that, but I screwed up. So, um, yeah, it's a classic Pete Williams. So, I guess that's about it. Um, anything else to plug? Is that it? Mm, no, I think that's okay. it. I guess. Oh, oh, here's something we haven't done in a while. Okay, Thank the comeuppance warriors. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yes. All the great warriors, like Strider. <laughs> yeah, Fountain Man. Fountain Man, Tape Guts, um, uh, our, our friends at One Dark Fright. Yeah. You know, and uh, everyone, I can think of those top of my head. So yeah, <laughs> those are kind of like the major... Uh, major players there yeah um i don't mean to oh, forget uh, anybody. dave the other dave dave vhs yeah so, yeah okay, give him a shout out um and you know um richard hawes uh oh, yeah, matt hawes. matt to direct the video connoisseur yep. um, um yeah. enigmatic productions robbie yes. yeah all the great people <laughs> all great so. people so yeah check their check out their stuff too um for sure yeah so and, but yeah i think that's all we got for today and i i, I think we should sign off and say thanks for listening. thanks for listening and we'll be back soon bye bye bye
no one ever suspects the gun in the sauce. 